I'm going to use that for the Hello? Time. Jimbo. Can you hear me this time? We got you. I heard you guys last time. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying through a microphone. So. Okay. I figured yeah. all those birds in the background might have thrown you off or something. <laughs> See, he was picking up the birds. That's funny. <laughs> I heard all. Yeah. All right. So you met Andrew. Hey, Jim. Jeez. And and we got Tony with us. T. Hey Jim. Hey Tony. Your name is T for this podcast. That can't be A. Okay. No. So how's your week, man? Busy, crazy as usual. Yeah. All right, ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, we got a lot of traffic. This should be fun. A little interference. All right. Here, let me just do my traditional. Uh, there it is. <laughs> So, welcome to episode four. What is it? Four, five? Four, I believe. Episode four of Riding Shotgun with Norm and Jim. Tonight's guest, we got G joining us again. Welcome, G. And uh, Tony T is here. Tony won, by the way, on Survivor last night. I was going to ask you, how was that? That was awesome. Survivor finale last night. It was really good. I saw a lot of people post on social media that it was good. It was the best year. I haven't ever. watched it in years, but I heard. A lot of people say I might go really back good. and watch. Like I might, I might get back. Okay, I was hearing about it. I'm like, I should probably get back into it. It's been uh, a number it, of years since I watched it at all. Yeah, you watched Survivor, Jimmy? No. Yeah, it was. It was just so. It was all the past winners of the last 20 years. Okay. And they had them on one episode. Did they have the original winner? They did not. Oh, no. Okay. Did he not make the 20 year mark like that? He did, but uh, Richard Hatch. No, Richard, he didn't. I don't think they, Richard Hatch is ever coming back with anything. Oh, he's Survivor. Been in jail. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Well, yeah. tax of avoidion. Yeah. Tax avoidion. Yeah. Did that guy get out of jail? That uh, first winner. Yeah, he did. Okay. I actually, uh, I worked with um, a guy who was on the first year. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, he, uh, God, was it? He was a. He was from Jersey. What the hell was the guy's name? Um, that's, God, I can't think. Of it. He was on two different years, but at the time, he he was a rep, field rep for us. And uh, funny story. God, I got to think of his name. He was a YMCA basketball coach. That's what okay. he said on the show. Jervis, Jervis Peterson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a uh, black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jervis worked with us at uh, Nielsen. And uh, he got fired for changing in a driveway <laughs> of a Nielsen household. Yeah, he was changing because <laughs> I guess he got done doing some kind of basketball thing. Yeah. Oh my he was changing in the driveway. We got a call at the office. Like, you you got to be kidding me, Jarvis. <laughs> I said, ironically, when I closed down the office and plumped meeting, I saved his his final uh, written uh, thing where he got yeah, where he got no, where he got. Uh, fired, you know, termination. Voted off the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Voted off the Nielsen. So, so Nielsen frowns upon uh, changing in your driveway, huh? Yeah, they do. It's yeah. not a good idea, you know. What's the world? So, um, can't uh, you know talk about Richard Hatch? You know, imagine if if he worked for Nielsen. He strolled around buck naked. He was buck naked the whole time, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's so gross. He might have showed up at somebody's house nude, you know. <laughs> hey, I wasn't and- changing. What's that? He, Lost you. he wasn't changing. He just said, show up naked. Oh, God, yeah. Hey, so live sports returned this weekend. Anybody uh, see UFC? Any of the UFC fights? They played the early rounds. It's finally good to have sports back. Yeah. Got uh, NASCAR starts this weekend, and then they're doing that uh, 
I don't know. Maybe doing some kind of golf thing. I did say don't bring back golf. Yeah. But of any sport, golf is socially distant. Yeah. I mean. Especially yeah, the way I hit them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. I mean, sports are coming back. I saw that uh, Joe Buck tweeted last night that Fox is going to digitize crowd noise. I saw that too. Huh. And and they're going to digitize fans into the stands. Uh, I also saw somewhere that teams should put like a green tarp there and just sell the crap out of advertising. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. They don't even need a green tarp. Great. They can just digitally put they it could. on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just... <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of cool though if like the Eagles are playing the Cowboys and they digitize and Buck and Aikman are in there and they had, had people digitize yelling in, Aikman, you <laughs> suck. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. How are they handling the How are they handling the crowds? Are they just not no spectators this week? Are we no UFC spectators, or is it no UFC spectators? How that one is. of the fighters tested positive. God. One before, of them. yeah, before, and they sent him home. They sent him. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was the Thursday before he tested positive, and they sent him home. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so and they then they tested his all all his trainers and stuff like. Okay. But that's what they were doing beforehand. They were testing everybody, making sure you were clear. Sure. Uh, but it's funny. The guy who used to play for the Cowboys became a UFC fighter, Greg Hardy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Um, Bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a UFC fighter now. And Joe Rogan was announcing what I, I think his name is Real Cormier or whatever. I forget what the hell the guy's name is. Something. Cormier. <laughs> was a pitcher for the Phillies. I know. Real Cormier <laughs> was a pitcher for the Phillies. But uh, it's something like that. Cormier. But he's like this great UFC fighter. And he's doing the broadcast. Saying what Greg Hardy should do, Greg Hardy said he could hear him and oh, started right. doing it. Interesting. <laughs> and won the fight. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Should fire his manager after that. Yeah, how about it, right? Yeah. But, it's, but because there was no fans, they could hear, you know? It was kind of cool. Have you uh, seen any of the Korean baseball that's been on? No, isn't that on like one in the morning? No, no. That, I mean, I don't. I I didn't get up at one in the morning. Maybe it was a, a replay of it, but it was in the last couple of days. And there's no crowds in there. It obviously sounds very funny. Uh, but uh, the uh, ESPN baseball team was announcing the game because there's no other games on, and it it was very strange. You know, you really hear the crack of the bat and the you know the the snap of the glove, which you're not going to hear on TV because of the crowd. I mean, it was five uh, a couple of years ago when they had the riots in Baltimore. Right. Yes, they did. The Baltimore Orioles played. I forget how they played. Oh, but I there remember was the no riots. Fans. Yeah. I remember the riots. Yeah, there was no fans, and you, you like, like Tim just said, you could hear the crack of the bat. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, it was a... There's some ex-major league baseball players playing that Korean baseball league. There's a couple of Phillies. Yeah. Um, they had no, the utility no infielders one. playing in that league. There's a couple ex-Phillies. So, um. Uh, I was thinking, you know, with Joe Buck and uh, great announcers, right? So every week, T, we do an overrated, underrated. So this week I wanted to do, as far as announcers go, uh, or narrators, right? So uh, I'll start us off as usual to give you an example of what I think is uh, an underrated but just great narrator of all times, James Earl Jones, you know? Yeah. Um, Field of Dreams, you know, I know he was in it, but just got that voice, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite all time was John Facenda. Remember oh, John Facenda? Facenda's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. 
really good one. He was terrific. Um, and then overrated. I don't know why he. I think he's overrated because he gets good slots. And um, is Dan Fouts? I just I'm not a big I fan. Like Fouts. Do you? I just think he's. Uh, I don't know. It's. Um, I think he's overrated. That's what I don't like. That was Tony Romo. You don't like Tony Romo. I don't. The yeah. the over analyzing of everything, and he has to constantly talk and. It's to know, let you know how smart, smart he is. is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't like him. I think the first year he was kind of good, but then last year I was just like, it's enough. You know, I don't need to hear you tell me what the play is before it happens. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm not a fan. I can't believe CBS gave him that money. But what do you got, Jim Buff? I actually got a whole lot. Um... <laughs> you can take mine. Your ones. <laughs> I, I think. So you don't narrators? Uh, no, 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 uh, no, not narrators. Actual, you know, announcers. Uh, as far as underrated, uh, underrated, I got a couple guys. Uh, I was always a, a fan of Phil Sims when he did games. Now he's like in studio. I liked when he did games. I mean, he was really knowledgeable. He had, you know, he knew what he was talking about. You know, he had that southern twang, which I always like for a football announcer. Uh, I, I really liked him. And, you know, for whatever reason, he just I, I didn't think he got his due. Another underrated guy uh, as far as a, a baseball guy. I don't know if you guys remember John Miller. John Johnny Miller. John, yeah, he did the Orioles games, by the way. Do, he was the Orioles announcer. Right? But now he does the Giants. Uh, and um, oh, the Giants, yeah. it used to be him and Joe Morgan. And those guys were awesome. And he's just yeah. real smooth delivery. And, and I think one of the qualities of a good announcer is they don't over talk too. They don't talk too much. You know, let, let's watch the game. You know, interject when you need to. But I mean, he and he had a great, great uh, delivery. But uh, overrated, I got quite a few. I mean, Joe Buck. You mentioned Joe Buck. I think he's overrated. He always gets the good time slot, and I think he, he comes off good because he's with somebody good all the time. He's with Troy Aikman, so he comes off real good. But he's just got a great voice, though. I just love. I honestly do like his I, voice. I, I like his dad better, to be honest with you. And another. Another overrated guy I have is Joe Theismann. Now, you guys talk about talking too much. He never shut the hell up. He's like, shut up. Oh, my God. And and on that Monday Night Football, I hated Howard Cosell. I absolutely Oh, yeah, I I got him down, too. I was before my time a little bit. I don't know if I watched. Yeah. If I watched it, I didn't watch it enough to like him or dislike him. Uh, It was all about him. But speaking of Monday, I I couldn't stand John Gruden either. Gruden, yeah. Gruden Grinder. Yeah, yeah. He he's like a little he was, annoying. Just seemed like he wanted to speak every cliche that he could think of. Yeah, uh, which just you know. He tried to be Madden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, when you said narrators, I think I thought in the movie Stand by Me when um, drawing a blank. Phoenix? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, yes, that's right. Narrate that. I Holy thought that crap. was great. That's I mean, a great one. Yeah, I mean, maybe because I thought the movie was really good, but him narrating, I thought was great. Yeah, that's a good one. Who narrated? Uh, well, the kid. Uh, what was the baseball movie? The little kids. Because it all Sandlot? goes Sandlot? Sandlot. Doesn't it all go? Through? Yeah, it goes through the one guy. I don't know who that actor. It goes through. They show him. Yeah. Is it the character? It's as the, the, the main announcer. character. He's the yes. Announcer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because he's for the Dodgers. Yeah. He's yes. announced for the Dodgers and Benny the Jet. <laughs> Yeah, playing for the did. Dodgers. But I don't know who he wasn't anyone famous. No, no you're right. Because at the end, out. you see him actually announcing. Check this out. <laughs> Golf cart coming nice. by. Nice. 
they were doing a parade the other week on it. Oh, were they? Yeah, with the little wagons and stuff. I don't mind the golf carts because they're quiet. They, they, they aren't where they got the big AT, they have ATVs going all the time on motorcycles, zipping up and down. Like, my you guys take a break. Stuff over Atlanta. He has a golf cart in his whole community. Everybody does. Yeah, uh, they do that down Florida. We were down there a couple there. years ago. We were at the cruise. And I'm like, this is really cool. <laughs> Kids were driving. I'm like, that's nice. All right, so anybody watch the Bulls Last Dance? I got, I just got to talk about episodes. I'm the last time. I got a chance to watch it. Did you watch oh, it, yeah. Jim? Love it. All right. I have one problem with that episode. That? Ahmad Rashad's fingernails. What the hell was going on? Are they long? Yeah, they're like, did you see his fingernails? No, I didn't really look at his fingernails. Oh, so it's gross. You got to rewatch. <laughs> Right from the jump of the very first episode seven, he's got the and they're white. They're like way they're out not, there, all like, the way. And I'm, I, I just I was fixate, fixated on it. I saw a picture of Ahmad Rashad. Do you know who was in his wedding party? Uh, so Bill. There's two grooms. Oh, oh, grooms. Bill Cosby, right? Exactly, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. OJ Simpson. <laughs> oh my god. How the hell did you know uh, that? I think somebody had shown that to me before. That's a great piece of trivia. That, yeah. That is a great piece of trivia. It's amazing, isn't it? Can you it? imagine if you're him and his wife and he's got the picture of the wedding in your house <laughs> and you're like, murderer? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just truly unbelievable yeah. to me. That I saw oh that. God. I was like, oh, my I think, God. Uh, I think John Wayne Gacy was the ring bearer. <laughs> there you go. No, so... Uh, I just, I, that SI did that hatchet story on Jordan with the uh, baseball. Yeah. And he said, I'm done with you, Sports Illustrated. You'll never get another interview. Nothing yeah. from me. He just cut them he off. Was, he just went playing. Baseball, yeah. So I didn't know he had a 13 game hitting streak to start his double A career. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know and, who managed him? Yeah. Terry Franco. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Terry Francona came to the Phillies, and we fired him. <laughs> and he goes, wins the World Series with yeah. the Red Sox. Yeah. Two. But, yeah. yeah. So, I saw the, uh, this week, Philly Soft Pretzel Factory opened back yeah. up. Yeah, so over here in Collegeville. So, I, I, Luke drove me over. I'm something for him to do yesterday. He drives me over there and I go inside, and the guy says, Hey, how's your son? Like, so when Luke was real little, on Fridays, I used to go to the Philly Soft Pretzel back when it was on Main Street there okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. in yep. Collegeville. And it was like the first one of those to open up. And um, every Friday, I'd carry Luke in, and he'd have his Eagles jersey on. It was the more football season. And he would say, uh, hey, Luke, how are the Eagles going to do this week? And Luke would say something like, I don't know, but they're going to kick those giants' butts or something like that. <laughs> Every week he would say something funny, and the guy just absolutely loved him. So I got a mask on yesterday, and he remembered me. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to ask you. How do he recognize you with a mask on? And he said, how's your son? And I go, oh, my God. They used to have Luke's picture up in there. Cause, uh, oh, really? Yeah, we would come in every Friday. And so I asked him. I said, hey, could you do me a favor? I don't know if you guys could do something like this, but I thought it would be kind of easy. For Luke's third birthday, could you make a three out of a pretzel? Yeah. And then they started doing pretzel stuff after yeah, they that. They do it all the time, yeah. So that, that was their picture up there for the longest time. It was Luke's face with the number three pretzel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should have had a kickback. All right. 
But then that was the first thing, time they did any kind of like shapes or anything like that. Yeah. This was years ago, you know. I mean, obviously when Luke was three, sixteen now, but uh, I couldn't believe he remembered me. And I was like, I was like, with the mask on, right? You know, the hair. I guess. I guess my hair was long like that. I was at the grocery store. I think it was last week. I was getting beer, and Liz like, "I need your ID." I'm like, "You have no idea who I am." (laughs) She's like, "I just got to scan it." (laughs) That's exactly right. I'm like, "All the underage kids have found a loophole here. They just got to bring in an ID. Nobody knows who they are because they got a mask on." So I was thinking about the, uh, and Jimmy, I'm not sure if you remember this, but there was a guy on NBC 10, uh, Herb Denver. Yeah, Denberg's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Denberg's dumb. So Herb Denberg did a whole thing on the Philly soft pretzels and the guys. It's the greatest YouTube ever. You guys. The shopping carts? No, the guys were, uh, he, he did undercover camera. Remember? That's oh, yeah. oh yeah. When the guys were like selling them on the corners in Philly. Yeah, yes. Yes, I'm in mean, the shopping cart. Yes, yeah. yes. And they're Not like, happy. the one guy's like runs out to the middle of the street and he's giving the guy, and the birds are over there and they're picking away at them. Oh, he's going back home. Then he sees a guy like blowing his nose into uh, his hands, wipes them down. Oh I'm my like, god! You think about it. That it's like, it's it's que- It'll make you queasy to watch okay. that today. And you think about where we are with this whole oh my god coronavirus thing. But we used to. Sue's like, you dumbass, because I showed her the video. Like you used to stop on the boulevard all the time and get that five pack of pretzels. A lot of people, I, I did that. If we were coming off the Vine Street Expressway off uh, the, uh, Benny? the Independence Hall, yeah, you're going to Ben Franklin. There was a guy yeah. there all the time, and my dad stopped got pretzels. That was like a special treat. You're like, man, we got pretzels. Uh, you enjoy you that. Hate that yeah. shit, man. <laughs> we're Philly, cool. Philly hard, man. Yeah, you're Philly hard. Didn't but you never thought of it. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh, but you never thought about that. Those guys are out there, but all the Phil- Eagles games, Phillies games, they're out Where there. Where do they go to the bathroom? Where do they go to the bathroom? <laughs> we don't ask. We don't that. worry about it. What? Don't ask. But if uh, we can survive uh, those guys not washing their hands, we can sure in hell survive this. <laughs> we, can't we, were tra- we were training for this day. Oh, hell yeah. Lives. <laughs> we just had no idea what the Chinese had concocted for us. <laughs> can't poison us, man. We survived piss pretzels. that's awesome have you i did not know this either did you realize that the all-state guy is jabu from major league yeah he's a uh, his name not jabu jabu was a little oh jabu was the little doll yeah yeah yeah. serrano serrano Serrano, yeah by the way a few Jabu, I do it myself. A few Jabu, I do it myself. Right, right, right. How about That's the, it. the pitcher? Hey, Jabu needs a refill. And he's... <laughs> 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 pitcher was awesome. I, um, was it Major League? No, it was Bull Dorham. So, Bull Dorham, the movie. Uh, I'm out in LA, and, um, this is back when Scotty and Kevin lived out there, and, um, we're playing pickup basketball game against these guys. And this guy, I'm guarding this one guy, and he keeps going, watch my face, watch my face, watch my face. And I'm like, you're playing pickup basketball game. Why does this guy keep saying? Kev said to me it was uh, he was the first baseman in Bull Dorham. He's an actor. Uh-huh. Big deal. Him just for the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we played rough. We played rough ball. All they wanted to do out there in L.A. is run, if you remember. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't like to bang underneath. No, I didn't, and that's what we did. So, um, 
Anybody binge watching anything lately? Because the Sopranos. No. Not there. I could have Christine up here. She been watch binge watches everything. Yeah. Nonstop. I'm watching. I don't know how you find time to do anything else because you're constantly watching TV shows. I'm doing uh well every morning. So it's like when I get up real early and I do my workout. It's uh Ozark right now. I just started watching it. You said yeah, that. so I'm in second season I'm right in like now. Like four episodes in. I love that show. It's really good. So stay with it. It's really yeah. good. It's 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 odd, but yeah, I'm into that right now. I got I, HBO was free for a while, so I was watching The Wire. Okay, that's they a great show. Oh, I love oh. The Wire. My God, and it sucked. I was like in the season, I don't know, three episode okay. six, and all of a sudden I go down there. On uh, oh, it was the month of April. I go down there May first oh. to play it, and I had I had a whole thing like you know I knew right where to go. What because yeah. I, I lead, keep a list down there where I am and up to the minute on the episode, so I can get down there and fast forward and go boop and start, and it was uh, gone. Like here, Comcast. No, I have uh, Verizon. I was gonna say I, I got an email. Yeah. Comcast is doing free. Hey, no, we're uh, recording. Come on over. What are you binge watching? Give me a guest. Come on. What are you binge watching right now? We've been walking a half hour. We just made it this far. Oh, uh, yeah? Where'd you, where'd you walk? From our house, we're just talking to everybody. <laughs> Stopping and talking. Awesome. Stopping and talking. Well, come on. Come no, on. it's good. We're good. All right. You guys have fun. Enjoy your time. What are you binge watching, though, right now? They asked what are we binge watching. Working, Working moms. Oh, oh. Dance moms and outer games. I want to watch Outer Banks. That it's looks really, good. Really, really good. Yeah, that's my next one. That's on my yeah. list to binge Working watch. Working Moms is really fun. So is Dance Moms. But it's not kid appropriate. <laughs> I can't imagine that one is. That's that one is definitely not kid appropriate. But Outer Banks, I want to see. And that looks the next like a good one. one. Is dead to me, and then Ozark. Ozark is what I'm watching. Right lists now. of things you're going to binge watch. I know. I don't have it. Well, she has. Want to watch a mom show that's appropriate for kids? You can watch Dance Moms. Yeah, no. Definitely not. <laughs> that was a perfect timing, too. It really was. I, I got one question for those girls. Is Dance Moms on HBO? No, I think it's on Netflix, right? Yes, I think it's on Netflix. Right. Yeah. Okay. No? Oh, I thought, <laughs> well, you know, I'm yes. She's been in jail, too. Or something like mm. that, you know? Tax evasion, I think it was. Who, Dance Mom? Dance Mom, the woman who hosted. Oh, where okay. The main, runs the dance studio, whatever. Sue said, like, I got this thing here, right? Because I wear the hat backwards when I work out downstairs. So I got a little zit coming in. And she says, oh, there's a, you need that Papa Zit lady. There's oh, a, uh, Dr. Popper? Or, uh, okay, so you know this thing? Yeah, yeah. Popper yeah. MD. Popper Pimple. MD. That's, I don't yeah. know what it is. Jim, do you know this no, <laughs> no, there's a show. Yeah, I yeah. have heard that. Yes, there is a show it's like about Doc, a, uh, it. Is like Doctor Popper or Doctor yeah. Pimple Popper? Popper. Yeah. Like She's yeah. like, a, there's a TV show called Doctor oh. Pimple Popper. And by the way, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't you believe people watch That's that. Hey, watch uh, apparently, you put the camera here, and you put it on TV. People will eventually start ten thousand followers. In, yes, in, 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 it's unbelievable. Probably right. just. Dr. Pimple Park. Yeah, I thought, I thought it. All right, so I got, yeah, there to go again. Hey, <laughs> um, I was thinking about one more topic. You guys are going to like this one, all of you. So give it some thought here, and I'll, I'll go first, though. Um, great 
small role characters on um, sitcoms. So to get get your thoughts going here, I'll give you a couple. One of my favorites was Rollo from Sanford and Son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Newman on Seidenfeld. That's a slam dunk. And then another one. Gary from Gary Gary's Old Town Tavern on Cheers. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, oh, yes, <laughs> I love yes, that guy. Man. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Always playing the pranks. Yes, that was so, yeah. that was so great. Yeah, Frazier started out as a small. He did on that, was he dating Diane? Yes, originally Diane. Then, then yeah. he got married to Lilith, right? Oh, that's yep. right. And then they spun him off to different shows. Yeah, he that started. That, yes, he yep. made the jump. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was just a character who would stand at the bar and would throw in a couple of lines, yep. you know. Well, I don't know if he'd be small time, but the um, Jerry Stiller just died. Yeah, uh, he did. That's uh, a small role. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. you know, it's not somebody who was on every week. Yeah. That's a big guy for a small role, though. I mean, he was, in, in terms Dad of, Costanza. I mean, come on. That's, I was yeah. going to say, I wasn't sure if he would qualify, but. He was the main character on the show, but well, he did Newman. play a big role. I said Newman. Yeah, I would say Newman played a small role in The Father. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. What you got, um, Jimmy? How about Mr. Peterman on Seinfeld? Mr. Peterman? <laughs> There's another good Peterman. one. Yes, uh, here, here goes one uh, from Cheers. I don't know if you remember Paul. Paul was like some little fat Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The glasses, yeah. So, yeah. Another corner of the bar. Yes, yeah. yes. And he's been in a lot of shows. He's always like a guy you see him appear in shows. Like yeah. I've seen him before. And there was an episode yeah. where somebody said to all the guys like Norm and, and Cliff, they said, "Did you guys ever think about you know working out and get your you know like somebody in here to work you out?" And they said, "Yeah, we did that before." They're like, "What happened?" They point to Paul like, "There he is, there." It's <laughs> unbelievable. Of course, if you're gonna go sign, uh, if you're gonna go Sanford and Son, you got to go Grady. 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 Oh, Grady was great. That's a good one. I just thought Rollo was the coolest. Rollo just died, I think. I don't know if you heard me. He died like six months ago. Yeah, with Oh, did he? Really? Can't believe yeah. he's alive that long. Wow. That's a good one. What do you got? Anything? I'm trying to think. I mean you hit I was thinking of cheers and, and God the ones that I know and like Small else, roles, small roles. So let me think. I was just watching the other day that Channel Six had on a like a tribute to Gary Marshall. Which one you don't realize how much he was involved in your life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I talk oh, about yeah. all the shows. Oh yeah. Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, Mork yeah. and Mindy, and the movie. But you know, you think of Happy Days like Ralph Malb, I think was like a a, yeah. a small time role. But he just had one. these quirky things that you'd be like, ah, you know what? When he did something, you're like, ah, oh, it's good. You know, those guys all went on to be producers and stuff. Did they all did? Yeah, um, Potsy, Ralph Mal, and uh, obviously uh, Ron Richard. Howard, yeah, 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 Ron Howard. Jesus, he came huge. But going back to spinoffs, think about that. I mean, you had so Happy Days spun off. Really, wasn't Mork and Mindy more first there? Chachi and Charles. Charles and Charles. Whatever. They had on Gary Marks' son. And he would, I guess his dad said, what do you think we can do for the show? He's like, he's a kid. He's like, bring it in Alien. And that's how the whole Morgan oh, movie oh, get out of started. Here. Yeah, yeah. That's a great show. But it's amazing how beloved Gary Marshall was in Hollywood. Like, yeah. just, he was like a father figure. And, you know, he just, he just seemed like a genuinely nice, nice guy. Uh, 
It, it, was, it was actually a pretty good show. Unlike so, now? Yes. yes I like that. <laughs> I like Harvey Weinstein. He <laughs> got a lot of shows, didn't he, Gary Marshall? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to go back to Gary Marshall, here's a couple guys to small roles from Happy Days. How about Arnold? Arnold. Arnold. Arnold's chicken stand. Arnold, the first one or the second one? He's the first. He was the first, first one. one. Then, it became, then it went to Miyagi. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> then it was Al. Al DeVecchio. Al DeVecchio. Yes. Arnold was uh, uh, the... Yeah. Was, uh, oh, God. The Asian Miyagi. guy. Uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Pat, uh, Pat Marachi. Pat Morita. Pat Morita or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Well, some birds are loud in your neighborhood. Yeah, they are. It's or you could say in Happy Days, a small role was Chuck. Chuck. One year. <laughs> One year. <laughs> and go on. They wrote his ass out of the, the show. Old, the oldest sibling, and he was gone. Basketball. Chuck would play basketball. Remember? Yes. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> Richie would go up there and talk to him about his girl problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chuck, you're not so good. Norm, gone. <laughs> that was the strangest thing ever. Yeah, just never mentioned him again. Never Do you remember on a Happy Days, Pinky Tuscadero? Yeah, oh, Pinky. Yeah. Yes. Like and leather, and... leather Tuscadero. Yes. Pinky and leather, right? She just had like the uh, the Smash Up Derby races or something. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And she got hurt. Wait, what was the uh, the Balachi brothers or something like that, right? Balachi brothers. Balachi brothers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, happy days. That happy was a good one. There, man. Back in the day, there wasn't yeah. too much to watch. It was all before yeah. cable. That was a show you had, you, you sat around and watched together. Yeah. I know our family, we'd, we'd sit around and we watched. Then it was over, you went your separate ways. Does anyone do that? Does anyone sit down with their family and watch? I know we don't. Survivor. Uh, See, that's, we, there have been some reality shows. We usually was Amazing Race. Was Amaz- I was about that's to say Amazing Race. Yeah. The amazing kids race. are in Amazing we Race. Too. And we, we watched that. <laughs> we used, a couple, this had to be seven years ago. Eight, kids were young. And it was, I thought it was, who was it? Was it Dan? Oh, Sam and Dan or two brothers that were on Amazing Race. And we said, kids, don't be like them. And we tell them, you're acting like them, and they start crying because they were like, we're not like this. We're not Sam and Dan. We're not Sam and Dan. <laughs> I like Amazing Race. I just wish at the end of it, they would have like a a recap episode. Like, there's so uh, many things that happen that you don't see. The show's an hour. I'm like, there's so many things. Like, I'm like, I'm fascinated. Like, when do you drink? Right. Like, when do you go to the bathroom? When do you eat? Yeah, they just show them running from yeah. this to yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you get through customs? <laughs> when do you sleep? They never. Right. It's just. They show them on the train, like. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Bag, saying, yeah, I want to. I want to hear the backstory of how this actually works. <laughs> was it was Amazing Race that time where the girl uh, show that melon who's boss and she's and oh yeah. and it and goes she, back she, and she winged it face. and it got caight and it came flying back, back and she took they, a melon. They had to hit like these. They had the melons and they had these giant like a slingshot, like a, thing, yes. like a three-man yeah. slingshot. Okay. And they had to hit these things off in the distance. And I guess it, I don't know what happened. It wrapped and, and around. It wrapped and came right back. Right to the right head. Right the face, oh man. A watermelon. A watermelon. Yeah, like a, like, <laughs> like a melon, basketball like basketball-sized watermelon. That's great. And it just goes. Wah! I mean, oh my. God. The fact she wasn't. But, dead. The, uh, but the girl that was her mate goes, "You show that <laughs> thing who's boss," and it's like, boom. <laughs> It is so. It's a good YouTube to watch. You show that. <laughs> Murder hornets. Oh, really? 
Like, well, we'll be fine. 2020. They're in Washington now. It'll take a while to get here. I heard somebody say. You know, the coronavirus started in Washington. Yeah, it did, right? <laughs> it started in Wuhan. It did. Yeah, it's like a plane to get here. <laughs> so, so did the murder hornets. <laughs> it's funny because uh, Cuomo called it this week the uh, European virus. Uh, well, I think as he said, they think there's multiple strains. There's and 20 different strains the right now. The European one is the, like, the Italian one, which, by the way, is from China also. Right. Cause um, they, and, you know, they – so they – and that's how it got in Iran because the people – they, they cut just, the yep. flights off going yeah. from China yeah. to Italy. So they were going from China to Iran to Italy, and that's how Iran became the second big hotspot. Italy became the third. Yeah. Crazy. Well, did you see the uh, Wisconsin? The judge ruled the uh, governor staying home. Yeah, edict order yeah. unconstitutional. They were showing bars. They were packed. I couldn't believe that. I, I just saw that, that yeah. on the news. Yeah, I, I get that you got to go out. Like, like, That's going to be a great test. That is going to be. I, I, see know, the same I, thing. I guarantee I see you. The same if thing. you don't see a yeah. huge spike in Wisconsin in three weeks, this country's going green. Within everyone's going green. Within, I see the same hey, thing let them figure track. it out. Exactly. Let them. Eastern Passover the same weekend. I said, I bet you a lot of people got together. Wasn't a massive outbreak of cases two weeks after that. But yeah, you're going to have a good example yeah. in Wisconsin in a week or two. Obviously, it's got something to do with recirculate, recirculated air and, and travel, right? Because New York's so bad. You had the subway system. Philadelphia you had people traveling to New York, coming back via train. You had planes, people going, you know, long time on those planes together. That's how it got brought back, right? I, I think it's got something to do with indoors and and being close. It's, it's a viral loading. If you're breathing indoors, you're breathing out a certain number of Meatpacking plants. Meat, you know, you're indoors the whole just time. Your, your Nursing so homes. As, ex, as opposed to something happening here with only dispersed, you know, in this big open area. But if you're confined space, you just get, like you said, you get this huge viral load. Yeah. And, you know, that's why people, all of a sudden, some people get it and they're intubated within a day and people were like they're home and they're fine didn't they say that right now they're intubating people that they now think shouldn't have been intubated because they said the blood oxygen level is why they were intubating them and now they're saying it's a phenomenon that they're trying to work through that they say the blood oxygen level goes so low but people are still breathing well you can still breathe like you're your oxygen saturation level can be, I mean, ideally you should be above 95%. You could be at 90. I can still be breathing. 50. These people are at 50. Yeah, there's typically there's other factors that yeah. go into it that they're, they're looking at chest x-rays, looking at other blood tests and everything else. And I find it hard to believe a doctor's going to intubate somebody like, eh, they don't really need it, but let's just do it anyway. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know. All I know is... As Sue always says, they needed 40,000 ventilators yeah. <laughs> in New York. And she's like, I don't think they have 40,000 extension cords to be able to be plugged in 40,000 ventilators. I said the same thing. Because I, I, I've been in the hospital and they start that we need all these ventilators. They're like, there's only so many ICU rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Which means you got to put these patients on different floors and the nurses on those floors are not equipped to take care of That's these the thing. ventilators. Yeah. There's only a certain amount of people that can operate that yeah. machine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We are where we are now. What else you guys got? What do you got, Jimmy? Any topics? Anything you want to talk yeah. about? I don't know. Anybody on Twitter here? 
I do. I am on Twitter. Okay. Do you follow Rex Chapman? He, he I is. do not, but I've seen other people reach Rex Chapman, yeah, Rex Chapman, the basketball player. Great story, too. So Rex Chapman, um, yep. play, he was Mr. Kentucky. His high school basketball yep. player was Mr. Kentucky. Uh, gets the full scholarship, goes to Kentucky, lights it up. Two years there, um, you know, does great stuff, and then decides he's going to go to the draft. Goes into the draft, and um, – I think he's decent. He wasn't was half bad. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. And I guess he ended up out in Phoenix or something somehow. He traveled around a bunch of different teams. And um, he gets injured. Right. I guess he had multiple injuries. And um, they oh, ended up giving him Oxycontin. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he said, immediately I was hooked. He's like, I needed this. And he ended up to the point where I guess he ends up in this robbery because uh, he just needs oh, yeah. more Oxycontin, and he's he's that much of an addict. Uh, so they end up putting him in a uh, rehab facility, gets out, yeah. falls right back into it. Yeah. Ends up in prison, and then after he serves his term, that was it, he sobered up. And then one day, he just tweeted out on Twitter something funny. And enough people were starting to follow him that he started retweeting it. So he's like, all right, I got him onto something here. Yeah. So all he does is good, inspirational, funny, like dog videos and stuff okay. like that, um, where a dog will be running through a backyard and run into a little kid. And he's like, is that a charge or is that a block? So that's how he started the whole charge yeah. and block thing on his, on his tweets. But he's a good follow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good hearted. You know, he, um, he keeps it straight. You know, it's, it's funny, but that's, that's it. He's got, you know, millions of followers now. And that's been his rebirth and his getaway, you know, yeah. from – but it's amazing what that drug can do to people. Yeah. I'm surprised they put him on Oxycontin right away. He said – well, I had a, a guy that I work with that um, – he was in a car accident, hurt his back. And, um, you know, he said he could deal with the pain. First doctor he went to said, uh, here, I'm going to write you a script for X amount Oxycontin. Yeah. And he was like uh, – you know, I don't, I'm not in that much pain, right? Know? but he was like, had I taken that and now I see what's going on, you know, um, there's a good Netflix special about that pharma. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's, it's awesome. Um, and it, it, it's about this pharmacist in New Orleans. Have you guys seen this or heard about I, it? I, I, I think I know about it. Yeah. So he, he owned a pharmacy or he was a pharmacist, I guess in New Orleans and he kept getting these. Well, his son actually ends up ODing, but his son was an addict. It had nothing to do with heroin, anything like that. Uh, his son actually didn't OD, I'm sorry. His son was going to buy drugs <clears throat> in a bad part of New Orleans, a, a bad parish. And he goes down there and the kid decides he's going to rob him that night. And the young kid and shoots him and kills his son. Then he comes on this crusade that he's going to, you know, curtail this whole drug thing. He's a pharmacist, and he starts seeing all these prescriptions coming through, large amounts of Oxycontin, yeah. and it's all the same doctor. So he yeah, decides yeah, he's going to yeah. start investigating it, and uh, it's really an amazing story. And then it goes through the whole Purdue, I guess, this company, Purdue, was the pharmaceutical company that was pushing this Oxycontin, and how even to the salesmen and how they were getting – uh, bonuses and stuff for pushing this Oxycontin. Yeah. 
and had no care on the human side of this thing. And basically, basically, from what I understand, is this was like legalized heroin. So it's, it's like 10 times stronger than morphine, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a potent, potent painkiller and opiate. Oh, man. And, and it's like, you know, this was the mid... 2004, 2008, you know, like in and around that range where he, they're following this doctor as he's investigating all this stuff. It, it's a great documentary to watch on, uh, I think it's only three or four episodes, but I would definitely watch that. I learned a lot. Obviously, I'm not able to remember it all here, yeah. but <laughs> it's good to watch, good to rerun. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all I got. No, no, got anything all. else, Jimmy? I mean, unless you want to go back to talking about announcers. <laughs> you got oh, any yeah. more you want to bring in? Want to talk I actually had, I, I will tell you, I had two good announcers that I didn't get to um, that I actually had a lot. Um, but I was watching the other night. Um, they had on the World Series game one, Oakland A's uh, against yep. the Dodgers, where That's what Gibson hits about. the homer, right? And it was on, but it was Vince Scully yep. and Joe Garagiola. And I'm like, man, you talk about two great announcers yeah. for baseball. And Scully, the cool thing was, I've gone to a few Dodgers games out in L.A. He doesn't do it anymore, but he used to announce the Dodgers games in L.A. And um, the cool thing is they played it through the stadium. In real so, time? In like real as time. As announcing a game? Yeah. All and right. it's cool through all the speakers. It was so awesome. Uh, yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, Vince Scully, cool he's like the games. benchmark of announcers. Like, like you're saying that 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 game one where Gibson hit the homer. You know, you you talk about guys who talk too much. He just said just enough, said it, hit a home run, and then he let the crowd do the talking as Gibson rounded the bases. He did let. It, it's funny that you say that because I was like, where are the announcers? He rounded the whole bases. They never said a word, and he, yeah. and he just had it was really cool. Food delivery. I mean, that's a difference with the now. I think back then and now that they were confident enough in their um, profession that they say, you know what, I can sit back. I don't need to say anything. Exactly. The moment and, and he it. had that yeah. smooth delivery. What, what what he did say was so impactful. Like right as he had hit that homer, he said, "In a year that was improbable, the impossible happened." And it was beautiful. Yeah. It really was. You got any? Narr- Let's talk about narrators. You know, some of that impresses me. And you know, you know, Mike Rowe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's good. It's you know, I heard him do this stuff. But what really impressed me, I was watching a video that popped up on YouTube at one point. It was him talking about doing a uh, narrating from a scratch track. So, so when a company wants to hire me to do something, they'll send the, the, the finished video, and they'll send some other Joe Joe Jabroni doing the actual doing the audio, and they'll send a script with it. The script usually doesn't match the video, so they figure it out and do these things. They'll, they'll play the other guy talking in his ear, and he will recite it about three seconds behind him with the proper intonation, and I'll do really? it on take. So no, no, look at the, no look at the script at all. And I'm like, I watched it happen. I'm like, that is, imagine talking, having someone else talking in your ear, and you're yeah. repeating them with the proper, the proper cadence, the proper... When, when he's asking is he question, watching the show, or is he, he just, it's, it's there, but he's not really paying attention to it because it's it's off. By he's just interpreting. He's just, just listening. That's, to that's a good skill. That's and I'm amazing. like, that's like on the spectrum level, <laughs> yeah. like goofy. 
But smart. Up, so yeah. If you don't know something amazing, Mike Rowe and, and Scratch Track, and just watch him do it. And you can see the guy, the guy in the, in the, in the Scratch Track will ask a question, and he'll actually in, in, uh, have the proper inflection in his voice also as he asks the same question. Like, it's just amazing how wow. yeah, he's good, though. Like, I used to watch Dirty John. Right. I haven't seen in a while, but the. Um, Deadliest catch. Yeah, it's nice. I love him on the deadliest catch. He's very. I I have two more if you if you if you want to listen to me on. All right, so one of the all time. If you want to be narrators, of course you got to go with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, every movie he's in, and I love when they did it in Family Guy. Every movie he's narrates half the goddamn movie. (laughs) Great, but he does have a wonderful voice. (laughs) Yes, but worst narrators. And him, and it's probably because it was that thirty for thirty Celtics Lakers, and he did the Lakers part was Ice Cube. I can't stand. Ah, that's a good one. I can't stand it, guys. I'm gonna just turn it off. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got, man. And do you guys watch the uh, the schedule release videos? Yeah, the NFL ones that came out this weekend. All no, the teams... I didn't watch that. No. Oh, did you see where the? Oh, no, that was a different thing. But go ahead. I was gonna say that they released it was so it was all the NFL teams yes. did their release videos for the and some were serious and some were funny and you know buddy buddy works for the, the uh, yeah uh, Jackson Jack, yeah, yeah. on some day they ranked his number one of all of them. did they was, did they really yeah I have to look it up that's awesome yeah, it's that's hilarious cool. it's it's good. really it's funny that's good stuff yeah I I thought it was cool the the hats did you see the one where they were passing the hats the number one draft picks oh yeah yeah, yeah. so the number one draft picks passed their hat from. They acted like they were passing it, but they're all in their own little square. Yeah. It's like a Zoom oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And they pass it, and it goes all the way around by pick, and then yeah. it ends up back with Burrow, and he puts the <laughs> – but they each have their own team hat. But it's so in sync. It's really well. Yeah, all those players <laughs> they had a box of hats. Yeah. Because every player put on the hat of the team that drafted them. Yeah. So they must, the NFL must have said, here's 32 hats. Yeah. One of these teams will draft yeah. you. Put that hat on. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a good point. Good stuff. NFL pulled it off. How about how about the Let's guy go. who got drafted? Yeah. And I think it was the guy who got drafted, receiver from Dallas, from Oklahoma. He gets drafted. Everyone else is hugging, crying, whatever. This guy, all he stays calm and cool. Grabs a phone out of his girlfriend's hand and starts texting something. I saw that, and he smacked. He like pushed her leg or something, or, or oh yeah, because he had two phones. And she was looking through his phone. Uh, <laughs> Lamb, right? yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. His girlfriend was looking through the phone. He had his other phone here, and he sees she's looking through his phone. She grabs it out of his hand, just snatches it. Man, yeah. she's looking for the other there, girl. There was another girl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's not the woman. She Get off of that phone. <laughs> Now, do you see yes, they issued CD Lamb number 88? Yeah. So, I am probably in the minority of this. What are your thoughts on retiring numbers? I'm anti-retiring numbers. I'm anti-retiring numbers. Okay. I think you should let the number live. Like, the Cowboys do it. And, I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but CD Lamb, 88 now CD Lamb, Michael Irvin, Des Bryant, Drew Pearson, Calvin Hill. I mean, it's like, think about the Yankees. You can't have a number from 1 to 10. 
Yep. But I mean, how many numbers get retired? And you're like, right. who is this person? You don't know who it is. Yeah. I mean, you ask a kid now, who's Richie Ashburn? Like, I don't know. Who's Mike Schmidt? Like, I don't know. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let the number live yeah. on. Yeah, you know yeah, what? It's like on. 20 with the Eagles. Don't, no. Let's not retire to the number, I agree. right? If I was an NFL player and he said retirement, I'd be like, you know what? Let it go. You're going to run out eventually. Yep. But let somebody else wear it. Exactly. Well, I had another number. Everyone would be 100 to 100. Yes, yes. And that's how I'll do it. Sometimes I go to kids' sporting Mm -hmm. events. The kids have on, like, number 100. And I'll say to them, why is somebody wearing, like, a number 105? Well, they have so many kids in their program. Like, ah, forget it. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Yeah, no. Watch out. I got got coronavirus. Yeah, we got bats everywhere in this backyard. Look at them all. They'll start coming out. Tennis ball, throw them up there. They dive at it. Oh, did they? Yeah, they'll, they'll see it. I had one stuck in that window up there. Oh. It flew into the bathroom window. It was scratching, scratching. Sue's like, there's something out here. I came out here, flashed up the light. I'm like, it's a bat, and its head is wedged in the oh thing. Oh, my God. So I waited till the next morning, put the ladder up there, and got a broomstick and kicked it wow. and pushed it out. Goddamn thing was still alive. It hit the ground here and flew away. <laughs> Oh, that was crazy. Guys, done. All right, Jimbo. All right. Yeah. Almost, uh, almost 50 minutes. We're up to, uh, I saw that today we, we had uh, 26 different I, well, listeners. I went in 25 times. Yeah. That's nice. Well, thanks for that. No, 20, because it gives you the age breakdown and stuff oh, like that. Wow. So we had a female listener in there. We had our first female listener. Got a groupie. We got a groupie. What was the age bracket? We got to put your picture up there, Jimmy. What was a cross tab on that? Uh, I didn't see the age. Uh, I'll have to look at that age breakout again. You should look at that. Yeah, there. If it's over 65. We had one male between 23 and 27, and I think the girl was around that age. Maybe it's one of those dance moms. Who knows? Yeah. I think she'd be 18. <laughs> that's legal. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's legal. All right, guys. All right, Jimbo. Uh, I don't know. My what are you doing this weekend? My talking about coming up here, which isn't a bad idea, but, you know, he's a wild card. You know, he doesn't know when the hell to leave, and he doesn't know when to stop drinking. So, it could be a long weekend. One of those. Hey, if you want to tape a quick one with him, that'd it be won't great. Be a quick one, but if interested, I'll let you. No, I know. Oh boy, we'll yeah. tell some old Boston yeah, stories. Orlando. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. Cool. Sounds good. All right, man. I'm around. I'm not doing anything. All right, guys. All right, Jimbo. See you later, Tony.